Hello and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. At Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I'm Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer here at the Center for Victory. Uh, with us today, a good uh, friend uh, of mine, uh, Zed Williamson, um, President at Trackable Med. You're also the co-host of the medical sales accelerator right so uh thanks for for being here zed uh just if you could just give us some little highlights about what you do how you got into what you do uh because i think it'll be applicable for today's talk sure so trackable med is a weird company that's an advertising agency i started it about 10 years ago but i'm not a fan of the advertising world i actually think it's uh totally littered with a complete lack of accountability to actual results. Uh, most advertising is try to be, you know, let's try to be cute, win award for a commercial that's fancy and it's got uh, cool logos, that kind of thing. The problem is human behavior doesn't care. Um, so we did a deep dive into the biases or the heuristics, the, the behavioral um, aspects of humans and what drives behavior change. So everything we do from creating a message to building a website to even answering phone calls because we're also an appointment setting call center for private medical practices is all based in an understanding of neuroscience what drives actual human behavior yeah so uh, anybody listening or watching of this you know we bring a lot of guests in that talk about this Zed, you're really cool, and I'm not just saying that because you're on the line. I've told you this before, uh, but when I first met you, one of the things that stood out was just, and, and it's you know what we're going to be talking about today is the fact that you know you're able to kind of what I would say just be like cool, like to be to be chill, to be level, to be balanced, and that's what we're all looking for, and I think we aspire to do that. And that really just hit me as soon as kind of we met and started talking. I'm like, man, this guy's like, he's, he's regulated. And that's what we talk about, you know, with the even parental, personal, professional, we talk a lot about that. And I would like to get actually today, get your ideas and have you share with our audience what that mindset is like for you and to, to delve kind of into a little bit of, of what you're talking about and how it applies not just to your business, but, but professionally to you as the, the runner of that company and at home. But I'd like to start with, uh, if you could just give us that quote that you gave me the other day uh, and we'll start there and kind of move our, in that direction, if, if that's okay. Sure. So um, in our office, uh, you know, I like to I like to do things that make the eyes roll of, of our team members. So maybe I'm skipping down the hall or whatever it is. But um, sometimes I'll hear someone talk about something they're frustrated with. And the thing that I'm caught saying pretty often is I'll ask and I'll point towards a window. Hey, do you think out there a, a leaf fell from a tree? They go, well, sure. And so I'll ask, well, did that really tick you off? And of course they'll look surprised and go, well, no. They go, it didn't make you mad that a leaf fell from the tree and now it's on the ground? Well, no, why would, be, why would I be mad about that? And then I'll say, is there anything different between what you're actually frustrated with? Because typically the things that we allow to take control of our response 
they're just leaves falling from trees. We've given them different la labels, but in reality, most of the time, I'd say 99 out of 100, it's a leaf. So if we don't get ticked off about that leaf out there, why are we wasting that energy and giving that power to an inanimate object or an event that we can't control? So that's that's the general idea. Yeah. And and so you're not being dismissive of any of this or ignoring the problem, right? You're just hitting it head on and coming at it from a different angle, right? Sure. So what's interesting about about our behavior as humans and emotions, I would never tell someone to try to stifle an emotion. Um, I would never try to tell somebody to control an emotion. That's really not possible. Typically, our emotions are fired off by beliefs. We do have control, 100% control of our beliefs. And so what I like to use as an example is sports. And so I'm down in the New Orleans area, huge Saints fans, right? Um, big rival would be the Atlanta Falcons. Well, let's say there's a football game between the Saints and the Falcons. Now that is an event. It's an unbiased event. It's just a thing that it's occurring in, in the world. It's a leaf falling from a tree, right? Saints fans, if the Saints win, they're very happy. And if the Falcons lose, Falcons fans are very angry. And you know, some guy in North Alaska, he doesn't care. So let's think about that. How can something that someone can have such a high emotional response, the same event, make one group happy, one group sad, and one group not care? It's because of our beliefs. If someone maybe grew up in New Orleans for the first three, four years of their life, they had Saints clothes as a baby, and maybe they were considered a Saints fan, but then moved to Atlanta and spent the rest of their life, adult life in Atlanta and became a Falcons fan. So their beliefs change. That's fine. We have complete control over that. So I don't ever want to be dismissive about how someone is feeling. What I like to do is I like to challenge the belief that gets you there. And we can do that to ourselves all day long. We can say, okay, why am I angry? And what it really comes down to is survival. Now that may sound strange, but our brains are pretty old, right? We're working with some old software. Mm -hmm. So millions of years ago, that fight, flee, search for food and procreate response really determined whether our species you know, survived or not. Right. We, we don't have different brains really. So when grandma pulls in front of you on first street, sometimes you treat it like a saber toothed tiger. What do you believe that made that happen? Do you believe that she was plotting her entire day? She's sitting there knitting a blanket going, I can't wait until Mark comes around the corner and I'll pull in going four miles an hour under the speed limit. <laughs> That's not what she's doing. She didn't see you. You've never made that mistake. Really? I bet you have. And so I think that's the important part is we should realize that we have control over our beliefs. Our beliefs have control over our emotions. And I personally never want to give that power to the outside world. Why let the outside world or another person's behavior determine how I'm going to believe the day is today. Yeah. So go, can you dive a little bit more into that? Cause you, you've studied biases and things of this nature for years. I mean, I would consider you an expert and what you do 
is very niche, very cool. Uh, but you have said that we're built for shortcuts. Right. What do you mean by that? Sure. So, you know, imagine um, millions of years ago, you know, Thag and Thork are walking down a path and uh, they're trying to find food for their little uh, clan of people. It's, you know, they got this, uh, you know, 58 person group of humans and they're walking down a path and Thag sees a snake, never seen one before. And he goes, well, that might be easier than fishing. So he reaches down and grabs it. Snake rears back, bites him, he dies. Whatever I said, the other guy's name, you know, witnesses that and <laughs> says, okay, snakes equal bad. They learn it immediately. And so that's negativity bias. Negativity bias is this uh, idea that we give way more weight to negative things than we do to positive. It is purely survival. Um, if we are in danger or we need food or we need to fight, our senses focus in on the things that are going to support us. That's confirmation bias. We will find the proof to justify what we need at that time. Today, it's, you know, something, uh, how dare that person wrong me? So negativity bias comes in. Negativity bias doesn't know that there's a Walmart down the street for you to go buy a bag of chips. You know, your brain doesn't understand that you are basically safe as a human in today's world. Um, but that negativity bias jumps in and now you're going, Margaret wronged me and you take it as if you were truly harmed by Margaret. Then you start diving into Margaret's behavior. Oh, I knew it. She typed that email and didn't use a smiley face. She hates me. That's confirmation bias. So you're trying to find these things. And it's shortcuts designed for survival that we allow to, to run our brain. And what's interesting is it's a shortcut because our brains eat up massive amounts of energy. And so imagine millions of years ago, you didn't know when your next meal was, you weren't farming, you know, there wasn't, you, you weren't buying uh, herb packs from Home Depot to put on your sill outside. You were basically thinking about food all the time. How can you get the next meal? Mm -hmm. So your brain had to take shortcuts to conserve energy. We know that to be true that our brains eat up so much energy. So let's say someone has a bad night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Let's say they eat uh, a bad breakfast, uh, one that doesn't give you a lot of uh, true healthy energy. Let's say you're in physical pain. All these things are pulling off the battery that's supposed to be fueling your your brain. And so now you're in shortcut, shortcut mode like crazy. And they just, they'll take over. And there's so many biases. There's status quo bias, there's um, sunk cost bias. There's so many shortcuts that exist that if you're not aware of them, it's just, you're like a marionette. You just, oh, well, okay, I'll go be angry about this person. And, or, and it even will, will trick, here's, this is a big one for me. It, that if word, if drives me nuts most of the time, because most of the time it's in a sentence of, if this, then I'd be happy. Yeah. Man, you catch yourself doing that. Oh, if I get that promotion, if I make more money, if we get a pool, if I get a new car, then I'll be happy. 
that's just the shortcut biases taking over your brain. And it's not true. You have to be happy today. You have to enjoy the path. You can't, you can't think that there's a happy destination. Yeah. And that, I know we talk a lot about it with all the assessments that we use. It's so funny how we even have personality bias. We'd like people that are wired like us and, and that gets us in trouble. Sometimes it can be okay. Um, and then sometimes, you know, the, the person that we miss out on is the person that's different when, than us. And that's who compliments us the most. And there's just a bias towards that. So I like this whole idea. I want, I want to reiterate this of just this shortcut. Um, but are there certain things, uh, you know, and, and I've definitely experienced this, um, but you know, how do you, how do you keep, uh, what are some things that you would say to keep a level head and still push through some of those challenges that, cause you run, you're running a company and you're running a family. Sure. Yeah. So what's interesting is we can trick our brain. Our brain tricks us into using these shortcuts, but there's things we can do to trick our brain. Um, the, the word why, I don't necessarily suggest you use that word a lot when talking to other people. Right. It, it's an attack. Hey, why are you wearing that shirt? Hey, why do, what's wrong with my shirt? Right. But it's a brilliant word to use on yourself. Why do I feel that? What do I believe? Why do I believe that? And you can keep checking yourself going backwards. And so let's say you have an emotional response that maybe you aren't super proud of. Let's bring the family part in. Um, ask yourself, where's your energy at? Are you, are you witnessing a shortcut? Are you witnessing this idea that, uh, of negativity bias? You know, do you have a teenager that got a bad grade and it's the first time you've mentioned something about their grades, you never talked about the 47 good grades they got. You're not a bad person. That's, we are biased to do that. And if you come home worn out, you're more likely to automatically do it. So just ask yourself, to me, that's a, a, a tip that everyone can start doing today. Just pay attention to one thing that happens today mm -hmm. and say, what do I believe that had me respond that respond that way? Do I want to respond that way? If the answer is no, what would someone believe different than me that would give them a different response? Yeah. And, and then you can that, ask, do I ahead. want to start believing that? Yeah. The, I think the question that you asked me that, that uh, I had kind of written down here uh, is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Zed, what do you believe that I don't believe? Yeah. So that's right. a great one. If you're, and I wish I could give, uh, cause I did not come up with this and I can't remember where I came across it. And I wish I could give the props where they are due. But if you're having an argument with somebody, either at work or at home, wherever, what's interesting is we get in this argument about this surface thing. <laughs> where you can simply ask, okay, let hold on. I want to work through this. What do you believe that you think I don't believe? And then there's another version of that. What do you think I believe that you don't believe? And what's interesting, just think about, think of the last time you got in an argument or a disagreement with somebody. Think of if that question were asked, 
when that happened, where the conversation would have gone. Because here's what's interesting. Under the surface, typically beliefs are pretty aligned. I mean, I'll use a very polarizing subject. Um, people's thoughts on guns. And I'm think about the most extreme version. So the person who, you know, they've got a basement with 9,000 weapons and a stockade of ammunition, right? And then you have someone who just believes that there should be no weapons at all. You just take both of those people. Mm-hmm. If you were to ask that belief question, chances are the answer would be the same. Chances are one person would say, well, I believe we need to keep our kids safe and you don't care about our kids. And the other person would probably say, well, I believe we need to keep our kids safe and you don't care about our kids. So if that's the case, does it really make sense for us to be screaming at each other? You know, are we actually responding to the right thing? Because you might be able to work on some things when you get down to that belief level and go, oh, okay. They just have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And in the office place, you know, people love working in dramatic office places, right? Where, you know, you think everything's negative and Billy's talking behind my back. No, everyone despises that. That's one of those things that can really open that stuff up. What do you think I believe that you don't believe? What do you believe that you don't think I believe? And that's really a powerful tool. And all these little tricks, there's another trick I do that um, I consistently share with our team. And this, I use this one thing, you can pick anything. But when I pull into our uh, parking lot at the office, there's this little metal ridge. And when my wheels hit it, it makes this very distinct sound. You can't not notice it. It's like that hard kind of bang, right? So when I hit that, that's a trigger for me to say, how can I be the absolute best coworker, um, best advocate for our clients' dollars, best teammate at Trackable Med? And then when I go home, there's this kind of this little dip that my car goes into to get into the driveway. And it makes a different sound. And when I hit that one, it's a trigger for me to say, how can I be the best husband, the best father, the best person for the family? And that helps a lot because how many times do we, you know, we're, we're reacting at 7 p.m. on a Tuesday to our family. Really, it's about something that happened at 3 p.m. at the office. And that little trigger you can all you can use it you can do whatever you want it could be the sound of your door opening it could be the feel of the key going into the keyhole whatever it is just something to just make it go like oh okay let me shift so you have if i would if i were to sum that up you have a cool switch that's right <laughs> it's a cool, a cool switch, switch. <laughs> yeah that's Absolutely. wonderful <laughs> Uh, anything else you'd like to to add, Zed? This has been fantastic. I mean, these are, I mean, you could just take notes uh, on, on all these little points. And I'd love to have you back on it sometime to continue to talk about this because it's so fascinating. Uh, but what you did, and I think what will be extremely helpful uh, as we talk about this a lot, but you've provided some of the practical application for this. And I really appreciate that. 
So any other further tips or things that you'd like to say? Well, you know, I think what you just said is really important because there's so much information out there. There's so much knowledge available to us. And sometimes we can get lost and you'll hear groups of people talk about, well, I've read this book, that read this book, read this book. And knowledge is awesome, but it is total garbage without taking action. And so, you know, podcasts are an amazing way for people to get access to information. But what I would do is really simplify it, pick one thing and just try it and just stick with it. Yeah. Don't wait, just do it now. You know, believe you're the person that does that today. As opposed, yeah. I was joking with a coworker because she was talking about how she's making her husband go on a diet on Monday and saying, like, well, you're already framing this as a really negative thing, right? Let's wait because it's going to be horrible. Yeah. And then I'm going to put you in food <laughs> jail, right? If you just decide today that you're the type of person that does this, just start doing it. If yeah. you don't read books and you want to read books, just be the person that reads books and then take action on it. Yeah. But if anyone ever wants to reach out and chat, always feel free to, uh, you can track me down on LinkedIn, um, Zed Williamson, and uh, I'm pretty easy to find there. Yeah. Shoot me a note, as long as you're not trying to, you know, <laughs> sell a bunch of plastic goods from, from China or India, I'll gladly accept. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, this was, I mean, this was fascinating just because you took it to a, a new level and made it more practical for folks. So I really appreciate it, Zed. Hopefully we can have you back on. Lots of good information. Um, that's all for today, folks. Really appreciate you watching, tuning in, listening. Uh, just make sure you uh, go down, leave the video a like, leave a comment down in the sections below. Uh, tell us what else you might like to see from uh, Mr. Zed. And maybe we can have him back on to, to go down deeper into some of these topics. So, again, appreciate uh, appreciate you uh, being on here, Zed. You can find us at centerforvictory.com. And just remember, as we end, uh, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. We'll see you again. <laughs>